Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Come on, We got two big stars on today's show. Uh, Parker McCollum will perform, and Ryan Reynolds. Ever heard of him? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, morning studio. Morning. Hope everybody's feeling good. I feel good. It's Friday, or as I like to call it, Friday. Do you? No, I just call it Friday. <laughs> but I say it with a little oomph, like Friday. Yeah. Um, yesterday, and tell me something good. Eddie had a story about a, a phone line you could call, and these kindergartners pump you up with positivity. It was called pep talk. Pep talk. P-E-P-T-O-C. Yeah, so you just give them a call. And so Lunchbox decided that he would call this. Um, over the last month or so, Lunchbox got a decent amount of backlash on air and online over his feelings towards producer Abby. Oh. Just kind of being angry at her. Um, so you called the number. I called the number to talk to the kids because if they can give me a good you know, motivational speech, that's what I needed in my life right now instead of hearing everybody tell me how I need to be fired – Maybe they could uh, inspire me. Okay, we're seeing if they can change them up. Here we go. Hi, welcome to Pep Talk, a public art project by Westside School. Please listen to the following options for encouraging messages. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press 2. Hey guys, it's Lunchbox, you know, from the Bobby Bone Show on the radio, and everybody's been giving me a hard time lately, telling me I suck and I need to be fired and I don't deserve to be here, and it's just really getting me down. Bro, you're looking great! Believe in yourself. I do believe in myself, it's just I have a different opinion, so everyone thinks I'm a jerk. It's okay to be different. But being different means nobody likes me. We already like you! 
thanks, guys. I like you, too. This is a lot of fun. You guys have really picked up my spirits. It's just the problem is everyone wants me to lose my job, and they think I don't deserve to be here. The world is a better place with you in it. I just I want Abby to understand she's not good at singing, oh. and I, I, I just need that to get through her head. Like She has a thick skull, I guess, and she doesn't understand she's not good. Be nice. All right, I'll do a better job of trying to be nice. Thank you guys so much. You guys were such a huge help. We love you. Okay. I'm being told, though, now that he edited all that together. Oh. Well, that's exactly what it sounded. I was like, what? Yeah, I was, yeah, me too. I was wondering who he was talking to. (laughs) Like, was anyone listening? So it's a recording. Were you trying to pull one over on us? Yep. Okay, yes, it's a recording. (laughs) And he heard all of it first and then built his conversation into it. (laughs) <laughs> but I like the whole concept idea. Did yeah. it work? Did it make him feel better? Uh, can you imagine <laughs> if you? Yeah. Okay. First question: Did you feel better? I mean, I wish I could have talked to them. <laughs> I, I would like to see uh, like how they respond to my questions and how I'm feeling. Also, if you could just call and talk to kids, that would be creepy. Yeah. You can't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it has to be. Lunchbox like, I would love to talk to a five-year-old. <laughs> Lunchbox no, 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 should no, set no. up a line where he called. Like, his, could you imagine if he was had a pep talk line and like people called to talk to him? How much get... do you weigh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, it would just be no, bad. No. Um, okay, Lunchbox, you got one. There you go. You got one over on us. Yeah. But as long as you are better and more positive. Yeah, thanks to the kids. Thanks to the kids. <laughs> Let's go over and open up. Ooh, the scandalous mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. I just say scandal because they talk about it's a sugar daddy story. Hello, Bobby Bones. I met my current boyfriend five months ago, but at the time he was only my sugar daddy. Hmm. I'm 28, he's 39. That's not so old to be a sugar daddy. It's 11 years? Yeah. Uh, We quickly realized we had a much deeper connection and began seriously dating. We're now talking about marriage. After discovering how much I hate my job, he offered me $30,000 to quit and take six months off to find out what I really wanted to do. He even offered me a job at his business. I held out for three months because I don't want his money. I just want a new job. The real problem is that my ex-boyfriend is my current boss and it makes my job miserable. I thought I found a great new job, but learned yesterday I did not get it. I'm now thinking about taking my boyfriend up on his offer, but it's a lot of money and I feel weird about it. I don't care about his money. I just want to be with him. What should I do? Signed, Anonymous. Well, I, it's a sugar daddy relationship is so interesting to me because it sounds like they had something agreed to. Because at some point she cared about his money. Mm-hmm. The very beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When she was a so, sugar baby. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you don't get into that relationship mm-hmm. at all Yeah. without it being something financial. So to go now, I don't care about his money... Because then it turned into love. What I would say is maybe it's not as important in the scheme of the relationship as it used to be. Maybe right. it ranked. But you still care because it's how you met. So that's also a weird situation. Like, do you have that conversation? Like, okay, I'm going to be your sugar daddy, and here are the rules. Yeah, because maybe they met on a sugar daddy site. Maybe. We don't know. I know. Um, so, okay. He says he'll give her 30000 bucks and take time off. Can, can she just, like, because they're together and... Can she just take the time off? Or does she have to take the money? And like he can help make sure that you know if she needs bills paid or I don't know that the is living a situation. But like you don't have to take thirty thousand dollars. That's you don't have to say oh, I don't want to take the money, but I will take you up on maybe me having 
some time to figure out what I really want to do, and I can come work for you while I do that. Well, that well, if she's figuring out what she wants to do, maybe she's not working for him. True. So, but the, maybe there is a listen. If he's offering it, I would just take it. <gasps> if, yeah. That's a lot of money. Okay, but maybe he has ten million, oh. and he wouldn't have offered it if he didn't have it. Okay. If and I do this too. There are a lot of times people are like, "Hey, I'd like to do this," and I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." I've started to be better. Like, if someone offers it, I'm going to accept them for they really are offering it for me to have, and they would like for me to have it. Because I offer things, and people are like, oh, and I'm like, just take it. I literally want to help. I would say you do care about the money, first of all. Let's get that straight. And then secondly, you don't have to take all of it. But if you want to go, and he's offering you this chance to go and find yourself, you should go do it. So take him up on the offer of taking some time off, and you guys can work out your own financial arrangement. But if he's offering 30000 that must not be that much to him. If she, if you don't want to take it, hit me up. I'll take some time off. <laughs> I love it. And take I the know. money. Would you take the money? Yes. I, I mean, I don't know. I, maybe I'm a bad sugar baby or whatever, but uh, that scenario sounds great no, to me. No, that's being a good sugar baby. She's out of that role now. I think she would take the money if she was still a sugar baby, mm-hmm. but she's I, moved on to girlfriend. In the back of my mind, I'd probably think like, ooh, strings attached. Like, what, yes, what am I getting into? But, but the strings now are, you're just in a relationship. The relationship strings. Right. You're getting paid to be in a relationship. Well, No. In a weird way, yes. He's taking care of you while you... Yeah, I mean... In a weird way, yeah. yeah. If he, if she wasn't already her sugar baby, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I know, it is. I would be like, hey, don't take that money, but let him help you. You're already there. Take the money. Yeah, I agree with that. This is not going to last anyway. Am I? This is not going to last. Go find your calling. If he's offering you the money, take it. Go ahead and live a good life. And be better about when you offer. Hopefully people accept you. And when people offer you, you accept what they're offering you. There you go. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. The five most fun facts of the week as found by Amy. Number five. Prince left behind a vault of unreleased music containing enough material to put out an album every year for a century. Wow, that's a long time. A it music. is. Also, the music must not be that good, or he'd have put it out <laughs> right. as like the high, like the favorites. I'm saying it. It could be good. Yeah. Probably Dim wasn't great, or he'd have put it out when he was alive. How much does how how much music does the Raging Idiots have in a vault? Uh, zero. No, no, not true. <laughs> two, maybe two. Yeah, or three. maybe like two or three songs <laughs> that we decided not to put out. Yeah. yeah. Man, one of them we might have to wait till all of us die before we put that out. Yeah, there's one we wrote that's very personal that we, it would create an, what they call an S-storm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you heard it. I've heard it. We even recorded it in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. I have a song idea to do with y'all. Go ahead. If y'all want to get together one day. Go ahead. Well, I, don't, I don't have the pitch right here. It's just yeah, the idea do. that I have. Okay. It's about cereal. And like, it, it's, it'd be about cereal. It'd be a love song to cereal about cereal. I have some ideas of how to get there with it, but I thought it'd be a fun Raging Idiot song. Maybe we'll sit because a lot of people are passionate about cereal. Together, me, me, you, and Eddie. For years, I didn't eat cereal because it was in a bad food list for me. Because a trainer once told me when I was like 24, she judged me for eating cereal. So then I never ate it, and then now cereal's back in my life, and I love it. And then like I had all these comments on Instagram when I posted about it. Caitlin even put one because it was cereal in a mug. She's like, cereal in a mug just hits different. And it's like, that's it, it, it does. It's the best. And cereal for dinner. Cereal, like, I don't know have this whole thing about cereal. Okay. If y'all right. want to collab. I like it, Amy. I think we could probably collab. <laughs> I think we just write it. We could write that song. Okay. Sure. And, I, and by the way, Eddie and I will be in, we're outside of Tampa tomorrow in Plant City, Florida at Strawberry Festival, headlining the daytime stage. 
So, okay, we're going to do the cereal song. Yeah. We don't know, quite know what it's... Okay. That's- but it's there. Number four. This one's for Ray. George Washington was surprisingly tall for a man in the 18th century. He was 6'2". At the wow, time... I picture him as a little fella. Ma- exactly, because the average male back then was 5'6". I wonder where this was going to Ray, but that's what it... Ray, you'd have been average in... I, I was born in the wrong era, honestly. <laughs> 1700s, you'd have rocked it, dude. <laughs> Three. That, that last one was fun for everybody but Ray, by the way. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. Number three. Oh, so this hurts. The average American spends about $70,000 on takeout and delivery in their lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, if you want to know where to cut back on money fast, like if you're trying to save. For us, for sure. Uh, that and Takeout and delivery. Yeah. Take Which I mean, Starbucks. I feel good for restaurants that are doing the takeout. That's good for them. And the delivery drivers, they're making money. And so, I mean, it's good for the economy. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> Look at you being selfless for the economy. Yeah. Number two. So Michael Jordan's NBA contract included a for the love of the game clause, which allowed him to play basketball anytime, anywhere, for any reason. And here's why that was special. It's because NBA contracts, they can prevent players from playing pickup games because of injury and stuff like that. But not Michael Jordan. If he want to play ball, he got to play ball. There are some players who have injured themselves on motorcycles. Yeah. Skiing, and so when you have something you've invested millions of dollars in, you don't want them being reckless. So that's sort of why that rule is in play. I watched that show, the one about Magic Johnson. Yeah, what'd you mm-hmm. think? Oh, well, I'm halfway. Oh, I started okay. it, episode one, and I'm into it. I'll for sure watch it. I think it's really interesting, especially how the NBA wasn't as big of a deal. Like to me, I feel it like a failing now, league they thought was going to yeah. go bankrupt. And then I started Googling all about the guy that bought it and or bought the L.A. Lakers. And, yeah, Dr. Bus. And yeah, yeah pretty it's good. all interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm here for it. Number one. So the pilot episode of Lost was so expensive that the network president was fired for greenlighting the project. It was about 10 to 14 million. It's the most expensive pilot ever at that time. And obviously they didn't know how successful it was going to end up being. But that poor guy lost his job. <laughs> If they hired him back after had it. to right. Yeah. <laughs> was anyone here a big Lost fan? I, that pilot was amazing because the whole setup of that show is great, and so, I watched about. It's not what I asked. Yeah, did you I, watch I watched it? three seasons. <laughs> oh, two, you did. Okay, okay. Yeah. got it. Got and it, then got it. I got lost. Then and you I got gave lost. up right. on it. Uh, last summer, my family and I started watching it, and I thought, well, this will be a fun thing that will have a lot of episodes to get through. We got through like episode three. And then you got lost. <laughs> I got downloaded lost. the pilot and never watched it. <laughs> oh, you never got well, lost. Well, different there. stages. Yeah, I'm mean, still found actually. <laughs> when it was one of the biggest shows ever, I mean, and we were on air and we never were able to talk about it. We had to bring in, um, was it Softball Ricky or Probably. whomever to like give a lost report? Because That's when there were only four channels, kids. <laughs> way back in the day. All right, there you go. Fun Fact Friday. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Miranda Lambert announced a new project called Palomino coming out on April 29th. Here's a new song from it called Strange. Morris released a new song from her upcoming album, Humble Quest, coming out on March 25th. The song is called Nervous. Silly, me, 
Parker McCollum released a cover of George Strait's song, Carrying Your Love With Me. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a police officer named Tyler Dyson was finishing his overnight shift, ready to call it a day, go home, get some rest, when he heard a call on the radio, apartments on fire with possible entrapment of child. Mm. Well, guess what? He's a former firefighter as well. So he was a first responder that showed up to the apartment building full of flames and the mom outside screaming, my baby's inside, my baby's inside, and he ran right into the burning building. And then a few minutes later... Came walking out with the baby in his arms. The child was taken to the hospital, made a full recovery. He had some minor injuries. The the officer and his clothes were burnt from the fire, but he was only worried about the baby at the time. I mean, I picture him coming out of the house. It's, it's burning. Flames. Yes. It's as high as you can see. And he runs in and he's like, I'll save that baby. And he runs in and all of a sudden this starts. Oh. And he comes out. He's holding the baby and everybody's looking at him. Their mouth wide open in slow motion. You hear... Why up the baby! Iron Man? Uh-huh. Okay. And everyone's cheering. And he takes the baby and he hands it to the mom and he slowly walks to his car and it changes as the guitar slowly turns into this. Which I thought it was going to it right then. But there it is. Yeah! And then he gets in his car and he drives off. And they say, who was that? And they were like, that's Officer Savers. And the the... Sergeant shows up because we don't have an officer saver. Oh, and it turns out there was a sheriff back in the 1800s named Officer Savers, <laughs> and he came back. He was known for saving babies who saved that baby. Wow! And then they look back at the road, and the car's the car gone. Does nothing. Unbelievable. That's crazy. That's good, Bones. Uh-huh. That's real good. Well, I liked it too. <laughs> That's a good story, Amy. Thanks. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. We had an interview with Ryan Reynolds, big Hollywood star, set up, and I was going to do it. I was going to do it from here in the studio, but we had, like, plane trouble. Something was wrong with the airplane we were flying back home on. And so we got stuck in Vegas for an extra day. So I wasn't able to be here and do the interview, but Scuba Steve was. And so he watched this movie called The Atom Project. That is, He said, Scuba Steve said, it's one of the best movies he's ever seen in his life. Wow. And Mike D said it's one of the best movies he's ever seen, or at least in the last three years. And he's Movie Mike, who's, <laughs> what he does is watch movies for a podcast. So it's called The Atom Project on Netflix. They told me off the air how good it was, which now I'm very excited to see it, and I'm sad that I missed this interview, but Scuba Steve did it. He stepped in like a champ. So here is Scuba Steve with Ryan Reynolds. Go. On The Bobby Bones Show now. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan freaking Reynolds. How you doing, man? I'm pretty good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm very nervous. I'm the executive producer of the show, and normally I don't do these interviews, and we had some behind-the-scenes things take over, but I'm very excited to be speaking with you. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. I do want to say this movie, The Atom Project, I love it so much. It gives me those feelings of when I was a kid in the 80s watching films like The Goonies, E.T., uh, Back to the Future, Into Jurassic Park. Um, is this a movie you hope that kids will, I guess when they see it now, 20, 30 years from now, they have that exact same kind of feeling? That is the hope. I mean, I don't 
pretend that going into any kind of movie, you're thinking this is going to be a classic, but, but Adam project is truly special. I think um, working with Sean Levy, we did free guy together. We had such an amazing experience creatively on that. We both produced free guy together. We both produced Adam project together as well. And we just wanted to keep that creative ball rolling. And, and the Adam project felt like one of those, you described it best, like one of those older Amblin kinds of movies. That's like this huge wish fulfillment, but with huge spectacle, but also that was about something kind of personal and intimate at the same time. And I think that's what those movies back in the day used to do ET and, um, you know, Goonies and all those, they were always about something that would, you know, it was always, it always offered you huge spectacle and fun, but also punched you in the heart in those moments. And, and I, we really wanted to make something that did that ticked those boxes in a, in a great way and really left you with that kind of feeling that we had when we watched those movies, that sort of warm, nostalgic kind of feeling that is uh, so important. Yeah. The punch in the heart is exactly what I wanted to touch on because <laughs> as a father myself, I was watching that mm. film and I was following the journey. And as I got to the end, I haven't cried in a film since probably Toy Story 95 when I was a kid. And that wow. film was very <laughs> emotional. And as someone like yourself who does a lot of uh, physical roles, how did you have to prepare differently for this being that it's an emotional role versus so much physical? Preparing for this movie was really just about reflection. I mean, so much of what's on the screen is is reflects my childhood growing up, reflects my relationship with my father, which was, you know, he's he's passed away now, but was extremely complicated and fraught um, and also very uh, subjective. You know, I mean, if you were to ask him, it would be what completely different experience than if you were to ask me. And somewhere in the middle of those two stories is the truth. And um, that's kind of where we wanted to, to, that was the sort of area we wanted to examine in the Adam Project. Did you take any of those feelings home with you to your family and your kids and your wife? Uh, imagine um, acting that last, particularly that last scene for those who will eventually see this, like that was the yeah. heart punch. That really got me. Uh, it was an amazing scene, beautiful acting for all three of you guys. I just wondered if, if you took any of that home each day filming. Uh, I'm, I don't tend to be that guy that takes the stuff home, but I, I do understand the, how fleeting time is. And I do understand that, you know, you, 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 you never know when you're going to be saying goodbye. And um, you know, that's, that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of, feeling that I hopefully carry with me everywhere, independent of working on a movie or not. But uh, yeah, you, you certainly, after shooting this film and during the process of it, I was probably hugging my kids a little tighter than normal and, you know, wanting to hang out with them a little bit more. I have three daughters who are, you know, pretty young, seven, five, and two, but man, it goes by fast, as you know. Last question. It'll be a fun one as that was all emotional time machines. That's what the movie's pretty much all about. If you had a choice to go yep. back in time or forward in time, which would you choose back uh, if you choose that, what year and event in history forward, what are you wanting to see and what are you wanting to know? Man, I don't think I would go back because that would be, you know, it would be too, there would be too many calls to action. You'd be wanting, inter, wanting to intervene in all kinds of crazy things. Um, but I think so. So going forward, I think would be interesting. I would love to see kind of what the, you know, what the world likes looks like 30, 40 years from now. Hopefully it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> as, uh, as fraught and scary as it all is right now. Um but I would, yeah, I would love to say, I'd also love to see what my, where my kids end up, okay. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a view into something that I don't think many of us would get to see, but I'd love to see where my kids are in 60 years from now. That would okay. be cool. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. The perspective of life, once you've created it, it really changes everything. So you can relate yeah. and uh, I know you got to go. So I appreciate your time. Ryan Reynolds, the Adam project is on Netflix now streaming. Thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for the interview. You're great. That was fantastic. All right. Thanks, man. Thank see you. you. Time for easy trivia. Amy, what color are ladybugs? Red. 
and black? Yeah. Okay. Lunchbox, what color are polar bears? White. Nice. Eddie, what bird goes hoot in the night? That's an owl. Yeah. Yeah. Morgan, what type of bird eats animals that are already dead? A vulture. Correct. Wow. See, this is what this game's all about. It's good. It's a chance for everybody to answer an easy question, and you will keep going until someone is the only one remaining. If you miss it, you're eliminated, and you hear this. You've been boned. You don't want to be boned, you know? It's easy trivia. (laughs) Eddie, the three-peat champion, has Mm -hmm. zero points on the board this season. He's wearing a tiara if you're watching. Yep, yep. Sometimes Tom Brady comes back from the 0-2. Yeah, I don't know what you just said, but all right, let's go with easy (laughs) trivia. (laughs) He's comparing himself to Tom Brady. That's right. Amy, what are the two main toppings on a Hawaiian pizza? Uh, Ham and pineapple. Correct. Lunchbox, what are the three main ingredients in s'mores? Oh, that's uh, graham crackers, marshmallows, and chocolate. That is correct. Eddie, what vitamin do oranges contain? Vitamin C. Correct. Nice job. Hey, Morgan, what types of food are Monterey Jack, Gouda, and Swiss? Cheese. Cheese. Good. Pretty easy. First two rounds. I like that the questions have a theme. Could not be easier, guys. Good work. Let's turn it up about 4% next round. Amy, what do you call a large cone-shaped rock formation that spews out lava? A volcano. Correct. Beginning. The beginning is real tough, baby. I was like, oh man. I don't know what he's saying. I don't even know these words. Lunchbox, what's a dangerous storm that starts at sea? That's a hurricane. Correct. Eddie, how old do you have to be to vote? 18. Wow, why why delay that? Just I just wanted to make sure. I was just going through it in my head. Morgan, the north and south poles of a magnet will do what? You have two magnets. You take a north pole and a south pole to magnet. What do they do? Yeah, you put them together. What do they do? I think I missed this day of science class. (laughs) A lot of days you missed. (laughs) Great. The north and south poles. You have one magnet that's north pole, one magnet that's south pole, and you push them closer together. What happens? Like, I'm just supposed to just... They rotate? Do they go... Push apart. They wrote. Mm. I'm trying to picture a globe right now. I mean, rotate, I guess. I don't know that that's the direction this question is going. You've been boom. Fair. Guys, what do a North and South Pole do? Attract. Yeah. She, oh, they do? Yeah, they stick together. She oh, was okay. thinking you were talking about the North Pole and the South Pole on the globe. But I said I said two magnets. I know. I know. I was just trying, I was yeah. trying to picture it. She was rotating a globe. I don't know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Did I lead her astray? No. I just oh, think, no. yeah, okay. I think, no. Okay. Uh, Amy, three remain. France, Italy, Germany, Spain, and Portugal are all parts of what continent? The continent of... Say them again, please. France, Italy. Europe. Okay, okay. correct. This Portugal was throwing me off. On which continent are you most likely to see zebras, lions, giraffes, cheetahs, and elephants, Lunchbox? I would say, oh, Africa. Correct. Eddie, what's a scientist who studies space from Earth? 
That is a astronomer. That's correct. Would astrophysicists? Because it's a whole. I don't different know. Situation. Just asking for future. Amy, what's a scientist called that studies living things? What? Living things. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Like, like humans. Like living what's things. What's a are scientist living... called that studies living things? Now, remember, this is easy trivia. I know. It's not going to be some crazy cockamamie answer of something you never heard of. <laughs> okay. A biologist. Correct. Huh. Wow. You got to go down to the fundamental. Sorry. Uh-huh. You're Amy, right. that You're was right. incredible. I, I, I would have said pediatrician. <laughs> That's babies. <laughs> yeah. Better not, alive. But not plants. Yeah. Okay. 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 Lunchbox, what's a scientist called? Oh, great. <laughs> We're sticking with this. <laughs> Who studies space in space? <laughs> Eddie got astronomer who studies space from Earth. But what's a scientist called that studies space in space? All right. We'll just go with whatever Amy said. Astrophysicist. Because <laughs> oh. I have no idea. You're, you're on the right track. Oh. You've been boned. Astronaut? An astronaut. Oh, no. Okay. What? They're scientists? Yeah, a you lot think, of you them. You they're just going for a ride? Unless they're like the teacher that's going up. <laughs> but even then, that's, that's yeah, it's still a teacher. She it's was a science scientist. teacher. Yeah. Yeah, but like you go Jeff up Bezos and you do that the to... scientist. Mm-hmm. He just goes up to space. Well, I now, didn't, but. I didn't understand. I didn't know that they were scientists. I really had no idea that people. But were... I asked like, what's a scientist? It's a scientist who studies space and space. Right. Like you already I... have to be a scientist. And then when you go up and you're studying space and space and you're a scientist, you're an astronaut. I'm really confused, but <laughs> you have been eliminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, if you don't get this, Amy wins. Okay. Give me an easy one, Bones. Huh? Easy trivia. Give me an easy well, one. I'm just going in order. Okay. What is the moon called when it's as big and as bright as it can get? Well, that would be a full moon. Correct. <gasps> I was I was wondering if there was like some kind of Trick scientific question. name for it. Yeah. One more in, the, in this little theme here. <laughs> Amy, what are groups of stars that look like pictures called? I know this. Hold on. Why Amy, is Amy it? Has, Amy has put us on hold. Come on, Amy. Dig deep. <laughs> I know. I'm digging. It's like at the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the clock. I know. You have oh, seven the clock. seconds. Oh, God. Constellation. Correct. Wow. I, I gotta just put me on the clock. Good job. Yeah. I put her on the clock immediately now. <laughs> no, no, no. She never misses no, no, another no. one. Don't, don't put me on the clock immediately. Uh, in which month does fall begin? Oh, Eddie? come on. When is fall? <laughs> what month does fall begin? If you get it, you move on. If not, Amy wins three this round. She's on closer to that tiara. So fall, that's when you go back to school um, after summer. September. Okay, so June, July, August. Yeah, let's go September. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let's go September. September is correct. Oh, yes. How long does it take the Earth to rotate once, Amy? On its axis, how long does it take the Earth to rotate? Mm hmm. Well, 365 days. Incorrect. Uh, I thought it took a year. You've been booed. What is it? One day. 24 hours? Uh, well, I was a little off there. <laughs> <laughs> One day.
Monday. <laughs> Why did, did you get cocky and answer so quickly? Because I just... I, uh, she was on the clock. Uh, <laughs> she just envisioned it for herself now. Uh, Eddie. Come on, come on. For buds. the win. Come on. I'm so stupid. Quiet, guys, please. How many legs... Wait, Amy. Do insects have? Wait, wait, which insects? How many legs do insects have? By definition, insects have blank legs. They're insect, insect-like creatures that have different pairs, but in grade school, the answer taught is blank. By the okay. way, spiders are not insects, they're arachnids. Correct. We so, knew you, someone who ever got it would challenge that, so <sighs> by definition, insects have blank legs. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. Spiders, what do they have? Eight legs? Let's go with six. And I, I'm a little... I have freedom with this because I can still miss it and I'm still in. That's true. Right? It's like you're, it's the end of a tie game and you're kicking a field goal. You can't lose. Correct. You can only win. Correct. He says six. Come on. The answer is six. Yeah! yeah! I'm on the board, baby! Amy had it, too. That's a question you should have got. I know. That will haunt just, you in your sleep tonight. I know. I just answered too quickly. I don't know what I thought happens in 365 days. <laughs> mm-hmm. A year. What, what happens? That's, that's day nine. That's, yeah, oh yeah. That's that's it goes around the sun. <laughs> oh, Is that right? Uh-huh. That's oh, wow. going orbits around the, the sun. sun. 365 spins on its axis. Uh, uh, 24 is day night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 365 is um, yeah. seasons. Okay. The whole yeah, year. Yeah, lunch is right. I answered too fast. I should have let you put me on a clock. I should have taken some time. Next time, Amy. Really thought through it. There you go. I'm sorry you didn't win. That's all right. Eddie, nice job. Thanks, I was going to give you a pair of tickets to see the Raging Idiots tomorrow. I was out of Tampa but at I'll Strawberry already, Festival. Dang. I'll already be there. You'll already be there. Eddie so. and I'll both be there. <laughs> I feel like I let down Lunchbox and Morgan. Yep. Yeah. And if you guys want to come to watch Eddie and I tomorrow, come on out. Uh, Strawberry Festival in Plant City, Florida. All right. Here's a voicemail from last night. Morning, studio. I just have a quick morning corny for Amy. Why does a duck have a tail? To cover his butt quack. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Amy's corny comes up in like 15 minutes. Um, also, Eddie and I tomorrow will be in Tampa. Well, Plant City outside of Tampa. Uh, headlining Strawberry Festival. We'd love for you guys to come, the Raging Idiots, with Abby and Kane and Cox. Yeah. What a show. Tickets at RagingIdiots.com. If you're down, we'd love to see you. Uh, here is another voicemail from last night. Hey, Bobby. Uh, I was trying to get y'all's opinion about something. Uh, I have neighbors telling me that I need to take down my Christmas lights. Yes, they're still up. I don't turn them on, but I keep them up all year. That way I got to climb up on the ladder and put them back up, you know, around Christmas time. I was wondering what y'all opinion on that. I mean, I mean, is that what you do every year? Then it's your house. Yeah, your house. And if there are no rules by like an HOA, which I've had before and they're miserable, then that's up to you, buddy. Leave them up. And it's practical. Yeah. Right. Uh, mm. Lunchbox, have you taken yours down? No. Mar- oh, it's March 11th and they're still, <laughs> still up. there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do want to get back into this Monday about what the new plan is. But, um, yeah, hey, I would leave them up. Heck, you're not turning them on. It didn't hurt nobody. And there are no rules. So I'm okay with you leaving them up. Thank you very much for the call. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you're a Friends fan, Courtney Cox sat down with Willie Geist for Sunday Today, which will be airing on NBC this Sunday. So it might be something you want to catch. But... She admitted to him that she doesn't remember every episode of Friends. And she's like, she'll be watching it and she'll be looking at the TV and she's like, I literally don't remember ever doing that. I guess because they did it for so long and yeah. there were so many episodes. I would uh, loosely compare it to this show and big segments that we've done. When Hillary was in here, she was like, remember this segment? It was one of my favorites. 
And I was like, I don't remember that. So I think just you do something a whole lot, you probably don't remember every instance. Yeah. And you hope it's not a memory or a brain thing with her. It's well, not she that. said she chalks it up to a bad memory, but I would agree with what you're saying. They filmed so much, yeah. it's hard to remember at all. Bad memory and messed up brain are two different things. Mm-hmm. You hope, we all got a bad memory. Oh, or, oh terrible. I'm terrible with names. Or, <laughs> that's normal. But that's you hope that's what it is. So another tidbit is that she can't stand her voice on the show, especially Same on here. episodes. <laughs> Me too. But sometimes episodes are sped up so they can fit in an extra commercial and those ones she cannot handle because she feels like she sounds like a mouse or Tinkerbell. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. I never knew they sped up episodes, like actual acting. I didn't know they could speed it all up. Well, fun fact, a lot of radio stations do this too, 1% to 2% so they can fit right. in commercials. Oh, wow. And I you, don't, radio, you don't realize but... their song, the songs are sped up too. Yeah. People, people have no idea. And they're like, well, that song sounds a little, but it's not enough to notice unless you know and not all stations do it now, but yes, that's a common thing. Mm-hmm. You do it just enough where people can't notice. That being said, if you listen to our podcast and we're going really fast, you have the setting on too fast to talk. <laughs> yeah. Slow that down. You can down. change that. Yeah. So Ego Waffles is hooking up parents for daylight savings because, you know, clocks spring forward and you don't have as much time in the morning. So they want to give away 100,000 boxes of waffles. And it's super easy. It's a box of 10 waffles, so just a little hookup for you. But you've got to go to their Instagram, Twitter, their social pages on March 14th and just be one of the first 100,000 people to click the link and boom, they'll mail you a free box. I have two things to say. One, I love when we go back to more daylight. It's my seven-year-old eternal self. Love more daytime. Yeah, reminder, that's this weekend. Mm -hmm. And then two, you don't have less time forever. You only really have less time on Sunday. The first day. The first day. But then you wake up and you're tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but they're like, (laughs) well, less time every morning now for moms. No, we have the same amount of time. Except for that first day. Yeah. So that I mean, I'm we're big on waffles and like pre-made pancakes. Those are always easy go-to things to wake up in the morning and make really fast for my kids. <laughs> I always have the plan to eat a healthier, more nutritious breakfast. Oh. But then I get running, and then it's just a bowl of cereal real quick. <laughs> That's easy. Oh, I need to give you my protein pancake recipe. I'm not going to make it. That's my point. <laughs> but you, okay. I'm not going to spend the time making it. All right. I always, I don't wake up early, and then I get on some little project in the morning, and I'm like, I just don't feel like... Honey Bunch of Oats. It's it's been the cereal right now, but I'm kind of over it at this point. What else you got? Well, Brothers Osborne, they performed uh, skeletons at the ACMs in -in glow-in-the-dark jumpsuits. And they also had glow-in-the-dark guitars. And now those guitars are going up on the auction block to raise money for ACM Lifting Lives. So you can find the link in their bio on their Instagram, at Brothers Osborne. And the bidding will end March 23rd. What are those going for? Do well, we have any idea what like the starting bid was? Estimated value is 5000 and current bid is 1300 So, and it'll come with a certificate of authenticity. And um, again, it was used during the 57th ACM Awards. That's pretty cool. I wish it were left-handed because mm, yeah. I'm left-handed. You'd have a glow-in-the-tark Brothers Osborne guitar. I bought once from an auction for St. Jude a Billy Ray Cyrus autographed but that was left. He's left-handed. Mm-hmm. So, so he works. wrote Some Gave All on the Back Billy Ray Cyrus. And, but, and I never play it, but if I ever wanted to, I could. <laughs> it's, tough, it's, it's tough being left-handed. All right, Amy. Uh, yeah, I'm Amy. That's my pile. <laughs> That's right. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
Alan Taylor and his son Zane were at City Donuts getting some nice little donuts and Zane standing off at the table when dad's paying, I'll take two glaze, two chocolate frosted, and he hears something in the background. He looks and there's an out of control car heading for the restaurant and he runs, dives, tackles his four-year-old son just as the car comes crashing through the wall and misses, misses him by inches. Mm. Saves his son and City Donuts said, Zane, you can have one donut every Saturday for the rest of your life. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> I thought he was there just to say one donut. That's it. What's up with that car? <gasps> I just says that someone hit the gas instead of the brake. I mean, yeah, so somebody old doing the wrong pedal. Mm. Yeah. Or somebody drunk or Amy because she's going to happens on her <laughs> breath. So one of those three. Ah, good story. Ow. Wow, that stinks. Uh, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You know, yesterday we're talking with the doctor and you were talking about how sometimes you feel rage. And we talked about the hormone mm-hmm. that makes that happen. Yeah. Uh, so I found this story on rage. A survey found that 41% of employees who rage quit or emotionally or impulsively leave their jobs uh, regret it. Some try to get them back. Some just wish they wouldn't have done yeah. that because it hurts them later. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes we glorify these stories about people walking and being like, screw you, screw you, kick over a table, I quit. And we're like, wow. But in the end, it does come back to hurt them because don't ever call the people they used to work for and be like, hey, they good to hire? And like, well, let me show you this viral video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> don't let them down as a reference. <laughs> so rage, rage is tough because how to fix rage immediately is react to it. And at times when I'm feeling like, oh, I must respond quickly, I have to go, okay, I know you're telling you, like everything about you wants to do it now, but let me talk to you as as the cloud that's that's watching over you for long periods of time, not just the guy that's with you. The cloud says you should chill out for a second. And if you still feel this way, three hours, then go ahead, go to town, buddy. Yeah. Give it the business. But give yourself three hours because you will regret this. And most times I'm able to have that. And... I can make wise decisions because of that. Occasionally I'm not, but most times I'm able to have that control. Is that I'm so out of control that that some, my cloud, which I refer to it as, my outer being that looks over me, not just now, but always, and go, hey, buddy, don't, don't do that right now. You're going to hate yourself later for it. So it's tough, though, because all you want to do is jump in the pool like Amy. Oh, no. I mean, that wasn't rage. Or that was stab someone like Amy. I never oh, stabbed not yet. Yeah, it's not in the news yet, but just wait. <laughs> it will be. All right. <laughs> Let's go over to Amy and get in her morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? So fish-decated. <laughs> <laughs> That was the morning corny. Did you check and see if your fish is still alive? Yeah, it's alive. Are you sure? Yeah. Or are you just saying, no, that, that's not yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not yes. I you haven't checked. You haven't checked. I would have heard. Please check before Monday. Okay. The Friday morning conversation with Parker McCollum. Congratulations, dude. You've been winning all the awards, performing on all the award shows. Thank you. That's crazy. One award and one award show, but yeah, that counts for all of them. Yeah, it's like everyone <laughs> I've seen in the last week, you were on it. Thank you, man. Parker texted me. He was like, hey, you going to be up on the show tomorrow? I'm, I'm coming up. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I was like, what? what if I wasn't? What if he came up? Well, you know, none of us were here. On my calendar, all it ever says is Bobby Bones. Uh-huh. So sometimes it's like you come in and you do, you'll do like some liners or something and leave or you'll do, you know, it's like, I don't even know if I'm actually going to be on <laughs> The I just thought it was going to say, hey, I'm going to come to your show. Are you going to be there? I said, yeah, yes, sir. 
I am going to be there. He's like, all right, cool. And then I thought, man, do people ever just come up here and I'm not here? Are you guys scheduling interviews just for fun? I guess and that, so. The one time you were out of town, I did the thing like taking over your office or something, going through all your stuff on camera. It was on camera. Don't worry. I think I saw that. Well, that was just me and Parker. Yeah, again, <laughs> I, just, I think you guys yeah. just bring an artist up to have fun. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on your ACM new male artist. Thank you. Pretty cool. I saw the thing where I guess you're on a Zoom and then you're waiting. What did they tell you is about to happen? Why are you on a Zoom? Man, it's just kind of like this morning. It's just on my calendar. I thought I had a – we were actually trying to walk out of the house to go to the airport. Um, we're about to miss our flight, and I had a Zoom call. You didn't just, know with who? No, it was just a normal interview. So oh, got it. I just hopped on thinking, you know, talk about normal stuff real quick and then go to the airport. And then Miranda hopped on, and I was like – it kind of in my mind, I, you know, right, my first thought was, is this what I think it is? I mean, we're about to fly there for the ACMs. But I was like, I ain't going to win nothing like that, so – and she said, yeah. you, you won. You won. Yeah. I won. I think that's pretty cool? That's pretty, that's pretty good, man. It's as good as you can do with those things is win. So. Did you already know you were performing, though? No, I did not. I had no idea. Um, you know, they, when you're nominated, they kind of, I think, reach out to your team about, you know, just in case you do win. But I was like, well, we don't, I mean, I just, there's no way. I was like, I'm not going to win an ACM award. But, but here you are. Mm-hmm. You are getting married soon. Are you saying when? Or no? uh, it's it's at the end of the month. I've been saying at the end of the month. Okay, good good enough. Um, now, when I was getting married, I wanted to wear a red tuxedo, and I, it was kind of it was vetoed. Um, what have you had any struggle with what you want? Because you're you know you're a guy with style. You know, I, I just kind of it's her day. It means it's like the so such a big deal to a girl to plan a wedding, right? The guy, you're just kind of like tell me where to be, when to be there. They don't care what I think. Did you suggest anything about your attire? I did. On the like very beginning, I was like, man, I'd love for me and all my groomsmen to be, you know, black cowboy hat, solid black, old school tuxedo, black boots, the whole deal. And she was like, absolutely not. No. So <laughs> I was like, all doesn't right. sound terrible. But I was like, then don't ask me again. So I don't want to. If, if if I don't have, get to have any input on that, then. So what what did you decide? Uh, classic normal tux. Uh, yeah, I don't even. I don't know. I actually tried on today at four. On my calendar, it says tux fitting. So I love his calendar. Hey, I can respect a guy who lives by his calendar. <laughs> Dude, that's like, all I got. That's it's like how many times has he said calendar in the yeah, last? That's all I got. Are you uh, nervous about getting married? Or are you ready to do it? Not yet. You know, I mean, this this month is so crazy. Um, the month of March, of it's like I'm stringing together one of the greatest months of my life right now. So um, list why this month is so great. Um, hopefully, about to have my second number one. Mm-hmm. That's just, why. That's why he's here today. He's about to have a number one. Yeah. Yes. Had uh, um, just played the ACMs, um, playing the Houston Rodeo, sold out seventy thousand people on Saturday, and then getting married. So that's a good march. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, that good. Houston Rodeo. That's significant too. That's that's all I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. I mean, growing up in Texas, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing to go. Or if you're an artist to perform at the Houston Rodeo, and yes. the thing is sold out, seventy thousand people. It's it's just I don't know. The ACM thing hasn't really hit me yet. That was all kind of a blur. And then the rodeo will probably be the same way. It'll probably be like in July. I'll be riding down the road on the bus somewhere and be like, "Man, March was really good." Yeah, it's a good. I, but none will be as good after this. This is yeah. the peak. So yeah. really take it in. <laughs> hey, I, I do. If you don't mind, I know you have your guitar. Um, why don't you play a little bit? Just give us a verse and chorus of this song that's about to go number one. Here is Parker McCollum and To Be Loved By You. Yeah, well, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. Finding out why I shouldn't take this long. 
Easier said than done, I guess I'm a little bit harder to love than the rest Why does this have to be so hard? Doing my best to hold your heart And I, I never let it go again So why are you always angry? Why are you always quiet? Why do you sleep alone? When I know you don't like it Maybe you might be different It'd kill you to tell me the truth What in the hell does a man Have to do To be loved by Number one song this week. We're gonna well, next you. week it will be. The Friday morning conversation with Parker McCollum. Hey, I want to try something. When you were walking in, I, your song's always in my head, you know. Why are you always angry? And so thank you. Thank you, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> but I was thinking about it and I wrote the first four lines to a parody. And I don't want really to do parodies anymore. But play me, you know, don't sing, but play me the chorus. On your guitar. All right, okay. here we go. I'm gonna. You want it. that same key? Yeah, I know. Okay. My, I mean, what, what do I know? All right. <laughs> sure. Here we go. <laughs> so, so why you got are... it? I'll start it. So why are you always hangry? Why don't you just eat lunch? There's lots of leftovers. <laughs> just go and heat it up and use the microwave and clear off the screen when you're done. Just stop whining that you're hungry. Don't know the rest. And I never got this far with the song. Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Only... It's our first duet. Yeah. Why are you always hangry? You didn't sing, though. Oh, I thought you were taking it home. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone take it home more than I just took it home. No, that's all the way home. You ever get on stage, and uh, yes. this is on both sides of it, where one night you feel like, Man, I'm killing it. Like, my voice is good. Mm-hmm. I'm on, like, just cr- And you're like, man, this is one of those rare nights where everything is perfect. And then at the same time, do you have nights where you're like, man, everything is wrong. Like, I'm not hitting it. Does that, do those happen often on either side? Man, I, I'm just so critical of it. Um, it's always the second one. Every night is like, oh, man. Well, we just, as soon as we walk off the bus, me and the band, or oh, as soon as we walk off the stage, the band and I are always sitting there. You know, how'd your ear sound? How did it, you know, what'd you think? What the, you know, and sometimes we feel like we play terrible or I sound terrible, but the crowd energy is so electric, it doesn't even matter, you know? So I'm, I'm in my head about it every single night. We record every show, listen to every you show. You do? Oh, yeah. Oh, like game tape? Wow. Kind of like watching film. You're mm-hmm. going to drive yourself crazy. Oh, it, it drives me insane. I just want it to be perfect. I'm a big believer in getting better, but if I did that, I couldn't do it every night because I would. Always hate myself. Yeah, it's. Uh, we usually get on the bus and somebody will be listening to the show and they'll be like, Man, listen. And so it's, I don't know. That's tough. Good for you. Wow. Thank you. Do you feel like you get better from it? Uh, I hope so. Do you ever say anything stupid like when you're talking and you hear uh, it back and you're like, why did I say that? Oh, all the time. There's a video <laughs> on the internet. One night we were playing somewhere in like Kansas or something on this big outdoor stage. It was super windy and it was just blowing the whole show. And at some point, it's like on TikTok or something that popped up recently. That sounds so stupid. I'm like, I'm like, how much wind can there be? It has to go all the way around the world at one point. Like, surely we're going to run out of wind before the end of this show. It goes all the way around. Like, it has to go to the other side at some point. There's no way there's any wind left. And after the show, you're like, what is he talking about? You know? <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. So deep. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, listen, it's really all, smart. <laughs> all coming up roses for you right now, man. You're about to get married. I um, mean, she's awesome. The, the just numero uno. I'm gonna say she's the man, but she's not the man. She's the woman. <laughs> well, you got it all going. C- uh, congrats on thank the wedding. You. You're not singing at your wedding, right? No, sir. Okay, thank God. Thank that, you. that would just be awkward for everybody. It'd be awesome, but it'd be awkward for everybody. Man, and, and everything with me and Hallie Ray is always about me. Like everything we go to is for me. Everything you know, I've got to get on stage, do the interview. Everything's that way. And so I'm like, that's like such a big day. It just needs to be about her. So is that often a convert? Because we have that same conversation where so much is about when we go places. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, she just ends up being Bobby's wife, mm-hmm. and we have to purposefully find things that, and I try to make an effort to, to do things where she's just not my wife, mm-hmm. where I'm just a dorky guy that's with her because she kind of deserves her own spotlight. Yeah, I always try to just make sure that she doesn't feel like that. Um, and I, I enjoy that, you know, like, I mean, everything is, it's always, we're always going somewhere doing something for me. So I'm always trying to go places and do stuff for her, but I don't know. She's really, she's just the bomb, dude. She handles it so well. And it's still kind of new for her, I think. A lot of the things we do, like being at the awards show, I think she thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Um, she saw Brittany Aldean, and Brittany came over and said hello. So, um, you know, those those kind of things, I think she's probably it's probably okay to. Yeah, congratulations, buddy. Thank you. There he is, Parker McCollum. I was working on a couple of the lines here for this song. That's oh, going to be a smash up. Yeah, well, because the, the second verse, it so goes, why are you always hangry? Why don't you just eat lunch? There's lots of leftovers. Just go and heat it up. And I feel like a food uh-huh. reference here. Like, um, maybe have some pasta. Oh. In the drawer, there's a grilled cheese. I like that. Right? So, hold, uh, let me find Because cheese. What's a man have to do? Oh. Hold on, hold on. No, don't know. I'm writing I, a song I here. I got it. I got it, though. No, hold on. So, what's... Have to do to be loved by you, and I would be like, "Chew, I need some food." Like that's yeah. why I'm chasing that last part. You're there. chasing the hits. What you're yeah, chasing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I do. I chase hits all day, all the time. <laughs> I, I believe you. <laughs> all right, from the from the top. Three, two. I don't know how to count. I don't know what's happening here. All right, here we go. So why you always hangry? Why don't you just eat lunch? There's tons of leftovers. Just go and heat it up. Maybe have some pasta. In the drawer, there's a grilled cheese. You don't have to tell me. Don't have. You can't do please. It's got to go you to be loved. Oh, yeah, Amy, you threw me off. I had it. I, it, I'm gonna work on this all night. You got so time. And I'm never gonna bring it up again. I've got, a, I've got a hundred that are that, uh, that finished. Close. That are that close. So just shut up and eat some food. I'm pretty much there. <laughs> I'm pretty much there. <laughs> I love it. Parker McCollum, follow him at Parker McCollum. Let me say this: He'll be out. I got a couple things. He's playing with Eric Church and Brothers Osborne in Milwaukee on May 28th for that stadium show. It's gonna be massive. Gnarly. Um, the rodeo, ma- massive. Can you still get tickets? It's sold out, sold but the, out. sometimes they do like a little blob of tickets at the very end. Yeah, it's sold out, but I know I know a guy if anybody needs tickets. Okay. And here's Parker's cell phone number. Call him. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And then the, <laughs> the Gold Chain Cowboy Tour. If you get a chance to see Parker's live shows are great. Just go to parkermccollum.com. He'll be uh, Corpus Christi, Carlsbad, Tucson, Orlando, Madison, Alabama. He's a great guy. I consider him a friend. It's all on my calendar. And there he is. Parker McCollum, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Thank good you. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 
This kid Zane and his friends got into an argument about the color of a stain on his socks. It was the first time they'd realized that Zane was colorblind. And so for his 19th birthday, seven of his friends pulled their money to buy him a $250 pair of Enchroma glasses, which allows some colorblind people to see colors. And when he puts on the glass for the first time, he starts crying. Mm-hmm. He says he can see colors now. He didn't even know these colors existed, obviously. His new glasses are made for outdoor use, but Enchroma heard the story and they're sitting up here for in- indoor use as well. Awesome. I've tried these. I am really bad colorblind as well, but one of my eyes does not work at all. And so it's just a whole, as they would say, S show Yeah. when I try to do this. Um, but they do not work on me because my vision is all whopper-jawed anyway. But good for this kid. I'm jealous. Now I, I'm angry. <laughs> it turns out, uh, that, that's a cool story. And good for those friends getting their money together for their buddy Zane. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy's been talking about her missing Texas A&M class ring a lot more lately. There's a $550 reward to anyone who finds it. It says uh, Moffitt on it. Amy E. Moffitt or A-E-M. I know that my initial or name is on it on the inside. Well, there is something I want to play you here. Uh, being that money is involved, Lunchbox has had interest in helping Amy find her class ring. Okay. So. You said his name and instantly I'm deflated. He's been reaching out to places where you lived, where you think your house was broken into and it was stolen. Yeah. So who'd you call, Lunchbox? I called a pawn shop in, uh, right by Amy's old house. And so, any chance that he calls and this guy knows where the ring is? Maybe. Okay. I wouldn't bring it up if there wasn't a chance. Okay. <laughs> Here is Lunchbox calling a pawn shop where Amy used to live in North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I'm calling because my coworker lost her college class ring and I was trying to see if you maybe had it there in your uh, store. Oh, jeez. We got a lot of rings. What kind of ring is it? Uh, it? It would be a woman's ring. It's gold, and it should be Texas A&M, and it would be class of 2003 or just the number 2003. Not sure if it says class or it just has the number. Okay. Well, hold on. And he, it, he said it's, it's college, not high school, right? Hold on a second. I mean, like- okay. So what do we think happens? Come on. Do you think he he has seen the ring? He has the ring. Or he just is like, now nah, we got nothing. This would be crazy. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't bring it up if there wasn't something to it. Well, obviously yeah. he's like, hold on, I'm going to go look. I have a lot of rings. Do you think he has the ring now? He had the ring and someone uh, bought it. Or, but why would someone buy it? Okay, like old. I mean, an old class ring for a college. You think it's cool? gold? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I hope he has it. Okay, you're going to go. With, I hope he has it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I got some rings back in here. Hold on a second. All yeah. right, let me look here. And it would have the name. It, it would be engraved Amy E. Moffitt. I don't know about that, but let me see here. Let me see what kind of rings I got. All right. Um, I got one from the University of Chicago. Uh, no, no, no. I, very nice. Very nice. $250. No, no, no. I'm looking for this <laughs> specific ring from Texas A&M. So University of Chicago doesn't do me any good. I don't know. All right, let me see if there's anything in here. I, wait a minute. This one might do it. It's a red stone with yellow gold. And it's just like two hundred dollars. It's Texas. Te- no, it's not Texas. It's not A and M, but it is University. Listen to what I'm saying. I don't know if you're listening to me. I am looking for a. You're not because you keep going to different rings. I need a Texas A and M class of 2003 with Amy E. Moffitt engraved in it. I don't I want got a yellow gold ring. I told you with a red stone in it. Obviously, you're just trying to sell me a ring. I don't want just any ring. 
I mean, I. Sure. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> I got rings. <laughs> I love it. Why are you yelling Why at him? Why are you him? yelling at that poor guy? Poor dude. Because I started getting frustrated because he kept just tur- and he would tell me. Oh, I got this ring, $150. No, I'm not trying to buy any ring. He'd be like, He's a oh. businessman, making business deals. So he would try to sell me a different ring, and I was like, I want Amy's ring. So no luck. So I hung up. Okay. Oh, well, man. Sorry, Amy. I know. I was hopeful, but honestly, once I found out he was involved, I thought you were going to play a voicemail from a listener that's mm. like, oh, my goodness, I was in Southern Pines, and I was looking on the ground, and there was your ring. Mm. That's not what I played you at all. <laughs> Right. Or I was digging for a flower bed, and it was just there. She's still looking for the ring if anybody finds it. Okay. okay, Amy, what happened? So I had to have some movers come to my house to move something. I don't want to say the company because of what happened, but they were from the company because this weighs over 500 pounds. So you called a legitimate company. Yes. To come and move. What What weighs so much? I'm not going to say. Oh, oh, you don't even want to say that. Uh, yeah, because I don't want to say the company. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's why, that's why I prefaced it with don't ask me those details. Okay. <laughs> because I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but I was just curious how other people would handle it. Clearly, when they came and they got the job done and everything was done well, but they walked into my house and they definitely smelled like they were a little bit high. They weren't like really high, high, but maybe just tiny bit high. Okay. Because I could even see it in their eyes. They were high. So they, you smell it on them. And it was obvious they were high. And you could see But not obnoxious high. Okay, go ahead. So they still did the job, but I guess I was just curious, like, do you call and be like, hey, your employees are high right now on the job, (laughs) or do you just ignore it because they did a good job, but then they're, like, driving away in their employee truck, and then... I guess if they're just tiny high, then maybe they're, that's okay. I don't know it's what makes your it okay scale. to like, drive. She's made up this ranking <laughs> system. Yeah. Of because how- I tried to compare it when we were talking about it at my house. We were trying to be like, well, if it was drinking, if someone showed up a tiny bit drunk, yes, I would, would be like, would oh, we're calling. So it's like this weird place. Of- that's a, that is a great point. Yeah. If someone did show up a little drunk. So you understand my predicament. Mm-hmm. Because it's not legal here. I know in some places it's legal. So if you're listening, you're probably like, what's the big deal? But it's not here. And I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble with the law but either. But alcohol is legal too and you can't be a little bit drunk. I know. But with, with a little bit of smoky, I don't know. <laughs> smoky? Excuse me? <laughs> Are you sure, Amy? That- I was say a little bit of smoky smoke. I don't know what is okay, okay so and not you, okay. Other did than you that. call? No, okay. I didn't call. But what would you do? What were you going to ask Eddie before I... I just I want to know if she's 100% sure she smelled the smoky smoke. Yes, I know what it smells like. Okay. I... Know what it smells like. I know what it smells like. (laughs) (laughs) And I know what it... Do I think you should have called the company? No. If they would have messed up and broken something or dropped something or... Yes. Right. And maybe not even to say they're high. Like they seem like Just to say, hey... Good good people. They they came and... What if it was medicinal? I don't know what's going on with them. (sighs) I think you made the the right call. Mm Mm-hmm. But next time, they should not do that before they go I to think a house. had you not smelled it, maybe you wouldn't have known. Mm. Maybe that's the issue. It was a vibe. It was? <laughs> <laughs> Were they laughing and stuff? No. Okay. They, they had freedoms all over their <laughs> They were like, do you have any snacks? <laughs> you, you shouldn't call. Yeah. You shouldn't call. Okay. Um, I, they were a little drunk, though. I would say call. Yeah. Right? That's the, that's the weird I know. thing. I guess I don't consider that as bad as alcohol. I know. I don't either. That's and why I didn't call. I've never, you know, done either. 
but I think the fact that it's not legal and alcohol is, if you want to outlaw them both or allow them both, fine. But alcohol is worse for you than that is. Yeah. Like, I, yes, yes. Eddie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's tough because you think about the alcohol. But uh, would they, you have called? No, man, they did a great job. Like, I get that. Maybe it made them better at their job. Maybe, you know, like if they would have been like laughing and like <laughs> dropping stuff and like not doing the work right, I totally would have called. But everything was perfect. They smell like a little smoky smoke. I think it's okay. <laughs> would anyone have called? Anyone at all? Because I, I don't think anyone would. I think you made the non Karen decision. They did a good job and good for you. Mm -hmm. They still got a tip. But if I were them, I probably wouldn't. I just. But I was like, be careful where you spin this. (laughs) I'd like to do a little, you know, a little spray. A little brute. Yeah. (laughs) A little broody brute. A little brute on your neck. (laughs) Um, You did good, though. Okay. And. So I think. Did it get moved? And what was it? Yeah. No, (laughs) I'm not saying. What was 500 pounds? I'll tell you off air. I'm just not going to say the company on air. I'm not going to do it. Don't I'm not say asking it. about a company. I'm asking what you had moved. Yeah, what object? But if I say what I had moved, you'll know. Oh, I will? Yes. Are they connected? I can't say anything. Does anyone know what she's alluding to? No, no because I Don't feel like even... a lot of companies move 500-pound things. I, I'm sure off the air oh, you'll really? tell me. You'll tell me. I can't even. think of a lot of things in my house that weigh more than 500 hey, Mia, pounds. Are you on the smoky smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Do they give you some? <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Largo, Florida. A man was outside blowing the leaves at 7.45 a.m. When the neighbor comes out in his robe and has a gun on his hip and says, turn off the blower or you get shot and your dog gets shot. Well, now I hate the guy. Now I really hate the guy. Because of the dog? The dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he only had a robe and a holster on. Okay. I don't know which. <laughs> the imagery's funny. Yeah. I I don't like that he threatened the dog because the dog did nothing. Mm-hmm. I understand why you threatened the guy with the leaf blower, but not with a gun. Maybe you threatened him with, I'm going to call the HOA if you're doing this at a bad time. But so what happens? I would imagine he shouldn't have a gun. Well, no, he just gets arrested for making a threat. Well, I mean, it sounds like a guy who makes such a bad decision that he's made other bad decisions that would keep him from having a gun. Does it say that at all? No, but he was arrested for aggravated assault, a felony, and discharging a firearm in public because he did do a fire, a warning shot. Oh. Again, that's the kind of person that shouldn't have a gun. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a big gun guy, except for people who shouldn't have guns, mm-hmm. and I'm not a big gun guy. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, go check out the Bobbycast. I have a, an interview with Ernest, who's written so many number one songs for other artists, first of all. Um, his last one was... Kane Brown won Mississippi, but he wrote a lot of those tracks with Morgan Wallen on Morgan's record. He's now got an album that's out today. So uh, Ernest is on, and Flower Shops would be his song. Wait, can you play a clip of that? So uh, that song is Ernest and Morgan Wallen. It's like 25 or 26 on the chart right now, but going to be cool. We talk about his Opry debut, and he had Morgan come out and sing that with him, and then there was a big controversy because Morgan Wallen was at the Opry. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And he talks about that pretty candidly and how he didn't think about that part. So that's up. Uh, and then we talk about he's adopted, and we talk about that and how he got a new brother. And oh, cool. the same way they got him, he's like, I got a little shirt that said, you're a brother, and it was, oh, we, wow. went, we went and picked him up. Wow. So it's, it's really good. So check out Ernest on the Bobbycast today. All right, bye, everybody. Hey, Bobby Bones. 
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.